Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast, the number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker, and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey gorgeous souls and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queens Badass Podcast episodes. I am so excited to have you here today for another one of my SolarCast episodes and I don't think I've got anything else to really update you on outside of today's podcast episode, but I just want to say a big, big thank you. I mentioned last solo cast about, I never bloomin' mentioned to remind you guys to kindly leave reviews of this podcast. And I said last um, episode that, you know, it does really mean the world to me when I do see you guys automatically leaving those reviews anyway, but it does help this podcast get seen more and reach more people and help people find the power of manifestation. So if my words or my podcast has helped you in any way, shape or form over the last six years or however long you've been listening, I would truly, truly appreciate you leaving a review on any of the podcast platforms that you listen to this on as it greatly helps this podcast reach new people um, and get seen as well, which is really important for more people to enjoy the power of manifesting. So that is all I will ask of today, but thank you all so much for everybody who's done so, so far. It honestly means the absolute world to me. And I'm so grateful that this podcast has one, been going for six years, but equally that you guys tune in week in, week out and share all your love and support with it. So thank you. I am so grateful for each and every one of you who is part of my community or tunes into this podcast each week. So let's get into trust then. So ironically, um, this is a bit of a spoiler because of course, if you're a membership queen, if you're part of my manifestation membership, 
you will know that I don't tend to reveal the themes of the topic until our group coaching call at the end of the month. So I reveal the next month's theme in that group coaching call. And I will reveal it this time just because it's quite a funny story of how this podcast came to fruition. So last week I was planning October's content in the membership and I was creating the content and I was filming our trust video for Trust Month. And we have the incredible Nikki Clinch coming in. I'm just spoiling it all now. We have the incredible Nikki Clinch coming in, who is the queen of surrender, letting go and trust. She has a great book called Surrender. She's been on this podcast before as well. Um, And I was just, yeah, creating the main teaching video from myself. And just like, it was 44 minutes long, which is the longest one we've ever had. I don't like to overwhelm people. Plus we do so much in the membership. But I was like, no, it's it's coming strong. So it was four to four minutes long. And then ironically, I had three podcast interviews where I went on people's podcasts last week after filming that. And every single person asked me about trust. And I was like, okay, universe, I see you babes. And then I just felt so inspired to talk about trust and talk about how we build trust in our manifestations, how we trust the process. Um, And I feel like I've spoken about this in parts over the years on YouTube, here on this podcast, but I was like, no, we've got new teachings, new up-levelings, it's time to share this. So that is exactly what we are going to be discussing today. And I hope this podcast really serves you if you feel anxious, if you're feeling worried about your desire, if you're questioning whether your desire will even happen, then this is for you, spiritual queen. So my journey with trust then, um, it's an interesting one. I always say I feel like my trust and letting go and surrendering journey is probably the biggest, biggest lesson of my spiritual journey. Um, before I found out about letting go and surrendering, I don't think I'd ever let go and surrendered or trusted a day in my life. And how this really came to my awareness and into my healing journey was I want to say it was like 2018. I feel like it was 2018. And I'd had Gabby Bernstein's Universe Has Your Back sat on my bookshelf, my work bookshelf, where I had all my spiritual books for about a year. It'd come out a year prior, hadn't read it, hadn't picked it up. It just looked cute, sat on the bookshelf. And I was going through a period of time where I didn't know the outcome of the previous relationship that I was in. And I felt very lost, very confused. There was a lot of inner work coming up. And I just didn't seem to trust any of my manifestations at that point because I was kind of having this identity crisis of, oh my gosh, I've manifested this relationship and it's not working out and it's not good. And like, what the F universe? Like, what has gone on here? So I feel like I was having a big trust identity crisis. And one afternoon I was sat in my office and I was like, I need relief. I need relief from this pain, from this anxiety, from this worry. And I went to this bookshelf and I was like, I'm gonna find a book and this book is gonna deliver me the information that I need right now, this relief. And I picked up Gabby's The Universe Has Your Back and I just turned randomly to a page in this book And I think it was chapter nine or chapter 11. I can never remember which one, but it was the page that I turned to that said, when you think you've surrendered, surrender some more. And I was like, okay, what is this? What is surrendering? So I read the whole chapter in about five minutes and it just made so much sense to me. And I was like, this, this book, (laughs) this. So I read the whole book after that. And to this day, The Universe Has Your Back is probably the best book I've read on, well, 
apart from my own, obviously, but like, you know, like those teachings were obviously the like foundations of my learning of trust, of my foundations of learning about how to trust, how to let go, how to surrender. And from there, it really was a journey that went so deep into my own relationship with trust and letting go and surrendering, which developed into definitely, well, it developed eventually into Hurt, Healing, Healed, a book all on healing. So I feel like letting go, surrender and trust um, was really the start of that inner work journey for me. And I think trust is such a difficult step and it's one of my five steps in the law of attraction process. One of the new steps I added into the original three steps because it's not spoken about enough. A lot of people think that trust is built into the belief step. And whilst in some ways, i.e. beliefs, yes, it can be, um, trust is a step. Hence why it is a separate step. And I'm gonna go through with you today, the two pillars of trust and why it is a step in my five-step process, why it is important and what that step actually looks like. And ironically, um, a lady yesterday in my Instagram Q&A asked, what is the difference between trust and then letting go? Like, I'm quite confused by it. And I was like, well, they are two separate steps. They're not to be mixed together. And like, you need to move through trust to be able to let go for it to feel as easy as breathing instead of this resistance of, I can't trust, I can't let go. So um, I think that's really gonna help with anybody else having that, question or query about what the difference between trusting and letting go is. I'm gonna cover all of that and more for you today. So let's start off then with the two pillars of trust. So I write about this in Hurt Healing Healed um, and it's something that really came through strongly to me when writing this book because it, over the years since reading that Universe Has Your Back book, obviously, you know, I developed my own teachings and obviously I'd like, you know, we, we were talking years later by this point, a lot of therapy later, a lot of a lot of things later. And I realized that my level of trust had been built through two pillars. The first pillar being lived experience and the second pillar being mindset. So the way that we build trust in the universe is through ourselves. And we can look back, first of all, at our lived experience and think, well, in the past, whether you were consciously aware of manifesting and the law of attraction or not, we all have those experiences in life where we've prayed for a miracle, where we've asked for help, where we've needed the universe to step in or step up and meet us, whether that's consciously through manifesting or whether that was before you were even aware of spirituality or manifesting. So what I would really encourage you to do first of all is actually make a list of all the times the universe has met you, all the times the universe has shown up with your desires, all the times the universe, no matter how impossible it felt, what did it show up with? How did it support you? How did that situation resolve itself? What was the miracle that happened? And in A Course in Miracles, one of my favorite texts that I read many years ago, I don't remember a lot of the teachings now, it's such a long book, but the one that really stands out to me is that a miracle, like how they describe it, is a miracle is a shift in perception. So a lot of people think a miracle is the money turning up. Like I need a miracle universe, I need this money to show up. So they believe that the miracle is the money showing up. 
But actually the miracle is the shift in awareness and the shift in perception that allows you to manifest that money, that results in you manifesting that money. So the money is never the miracle, the miracle is the shift in perception. So I think that's always important to remember when we're talking about trust and when we're talking about miracles, because really it's the shift in your energy, the shift in your perception, the shift in your thoughts that created the container for that result to manifest, for that result to appear and support you. So write down a list of all the times the universe has met you. This is how we build lived experience. So for instance, anybody coming to this podcast who's day one of their manifestation journey, they've got no idea what to do. They're like, I'm here because it sounds good and I wanna manifest something. Their level of belief in manifestation in the universe is going to be very different to someone who's been manifesting for five, six, seven, 10, 20 years, right? Someone who's been manifesting 20 years, his level of belief is gonna be different to someone manifesting at five years, right? So we will naturally build our level of belief through lived experience. That is a fact because you have your subconscious, your mind can process and register. Well, I have been supported before. The universe has always shown up. So you build that natural belief through lived experience, through those examples and data that your mind can process and recall of, ah, the universe does meet us. I can trust this. I can trust this will happen. And I feel like this year, especially my lived experience belief has shifted because even when we came to manifest this house, I was like, hun, you have got nothing to worry about. You know, the universe supports you. You know, the miracles have been mind blowing over the last few years. But if I'd been doing that, say two, three years ago, would I have had the level, the same level of belief? I'm not sure I would have. So I feel like I've seen that real big conscious shift now, this year specifically, and that will continue to grow and evolve. I'm certain of it over the coming years, over the coming decades, as I settle more into manifestation, as I you know, live my life even more, it's a natural thing that's going to happen. So that is the first pillar of building trust. And the second pillar of building trust is mindset. So then we start to look at the internal world and we look into the subconscious mind of what beliefs, fears or blocks could be there, stopping you from trusting the process, trusting yourself, trusting the universe. Maybe for instance, you have a belief or a memory in your subconscious mind, a trauma, where you weren't supported as a child or you felt abandoned or you felt like people didn't support you in whatever situation. And that's why now you're a controlling manifester and I'm gonna get onto control in a second. Um, I know for myself, that was very true for myself around not having necessarily support throughout my life in certain times. And then that absolutely resulted in me controlling and me being someone who had to make the manifestations happen because I was the only person who could make these things happen. So that's been a big unpacking and a big unlearning journey for me to be able to trust, but most importantly, trust myself. And if you can't trust yourself, how can you expect yourself to trust the universe or trust anything external to yourself? So although I'm talking about mindset here as a second pillar, I also want to bring in that it's not just beliefs and things from our past that can affect our mindset on belief and trust. 
It's also your relationship with trust and yourself. So do you trust yourself? Do you trust yourself to make good decisions? Do you trust your intuition? Do you trust you? And if you look at your relationship with the universe and you look at what time you spend with the universe, your relationship with the universe, is it a transactional relationship where you ask for things and they manifest? Or do you spend time with the universe? Do you love the universe? Do you have a relationship with the universe that you nurture and grow? Because again, this is what builds trust. This is literally the core foundations of it is those two pillars that I mentioned. But really, really importantly, do you trust yourself? And do you have a transactional relationship with the universe? Or do you spend conscious time connecting to the universe, loving the universe, building that relationship? Because when you do, your level of trust will absolutely grow because you have the relationship there. When it's transactional and you don't spend time nurturing that, you are literally relying on blind faith because the relationship is not there like you're kind of feeling that disconnection, right? So these are really, really important steps with trust because when we are in those moments where we're being brought to our knees by the universe, maybe you're feeling anxious, maybe you're feeling fearful, maybe you're feeling worried, your relationship with the universe, that is the very time you're gonna feel it. That's the very time you will feel supported if you are nurturing that relationship with yourself and with the universe. So if you are not trusting yourself, if you're saying, oh my gosh, Emma, this is calling me out here. I know I don't trust myself. There's your work. There's what you've got to work on. Inner Child Work will massively help you with this and my book, Hurt Healing Healed, Release Limiting Beliefs, Fears and Blocks to Supercharge Your Manifestation, will help you with this as well. It'll help you to identify the beliefs, the blocks, the fears, and lovingly release them with the practices in that book. And there's lots of inner child work in there as well. So we need to build that level of trust. And even if we bring the inner child into this for a quick second, um, if your inner child doesn't trust you, if you don't trust your inner child, again, there's that disconnected relationship here where you know you trust somebody. Like if we use this as a separate example, like a friend, for example, if you trust your best friend or a really good friend of yours, it's probably because you've nurtured that relationship for quite a few years. It's probably because there's examples where you've known they've had your back or, you know, like something's happened where you've thought, wow, I can really trust this person. This feels like a really secure and loving relationship. So you need to have that with yourself and you need to have that with the universe. The universe absolutely wants to love and support you and hold you and oh my gosh, bless your life with the most amazing abundance and miracles. But you need to work on that relationship too. And the reason why you need to work on that relationship with the universe is because when you do, you open up to support. You're an open vessel to support, to love, to all the goodness flowing through you. But when you're closed off and disconnected, it can't get in. You can't receive that support, right? You can't receive that love and that reassurance, if that makes sense. So building your relationship with the universe helps you to be that open communication and open vessel to support, to guidance, to intuition, to everything. But also it helps you to develop your relationship with yourself. So 
Sometimes it's not even about manifestation. It's actually stripping it all back to the core relationship with yourself, with trust and with the universe. So hopefully that has given you some inspiration and ideas of what maybe needs to be worked on and where could be blocking your relationship with trust at the moment. So another reason why we don't trust is because we experience loss on this planet. And in this lifetime, we experience loss, we experience heartbreak, we experience the full spectrum of emotions and loss can feel very heavy. It can be a loss of a physical person, grief. It can be a loss of a life that you thought you would live, live in grief. It could be the loss of a dream. It could be a loss of a child. Oh my gosh, there's so many things we can lose in life. And you may think that living grief is not as important or as big as losing a physical person. And of course, everybody's scale of grief is going to be hugely different based upon the situation, but it's just as valid. And loss isn't easy. Like it doesn't get easier. I don't think, I think we just become more resilient and we have more tools to be able to support and navigate those loss journeys and those grief journeys. So what we need to remember with trust especially, and I wanna apply this to manifestations more than the loss of physical people, because of course that's valid and I don't think this advice necessarily, not comforts, but I don't think this advice necessarily fits with that personally. I just don't think it does. And I think it's on a completely different measure. But say for instance, you, manifested, well, we'll use my example. Say for instance, you manifested your twin flame, lol. Um, You thought you manifested your dream person and it turns out that was a whole big karmic lesson for you, hun. Um, This is a very extreme example from my own life. Obviously it could be like you'd manifested a job. You bought, you thought it was your dream job and it was taken away and now you're confused of like, what the heck, how can I trust? Like what is going on universe? That's more of like a, a probably easier to digest example. But in my case, obviously, you know, I thought I'd manifested this amazing relationship and, you know, it was it was not that. And I was then confused of like, well, what the heck happened here? Like, I'm the worst manifester ever. Like, what is this? Why is this happening to me? And then when that relationship fell away, obviously my trust in the universe was pretty, I always think that period of my life when I turned 27, three years ago, and I walked away from that relationship for good. And I had to trust like I'd never trusted before in the universe. And I honestly think that is, well, obviously my work and trust helped me get through that period. Like I was in a very much more like empowered way. Like I had the tools and the self-love there to be able to do it, but I wouldn't say it was necessarily easier but I had to unconditionally trust in the universe. I had no option. And that was the universe testing me on that because trust, if you remember, was a, and it still is a big, big lesson in my life. And I'm sure for many people listening, it's such a huge lesson for us all, but nothing is ever taken away from the universe. It is only ever merely transformed. And hearing that, if you'd have told me that when I was in the trenches of life, no, I'd have been like, no, take your advice elsewhere. No, <laughs> that does not feel good. Um, that is not reassuring and I don't have the evidence for that. So I can't trust that, right? There's that lived experience. But now, obviously three years older, like six years on from that situation, 
a lot has happened. And obviously I've manifested a really loving, healthy relationship that is amazing and I'm so happy and we've bought a house together. So I now see the physical result of my trust. But at the time, nobody was there saying, don't worry, Emma, there's this great guy in the wings waiting for you. You have nothing to worry about. Oh gosh, I wish they had. When I was going to psychics. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. They were like, yeah, I just see nothing. And I'm like, great. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Nothing. But I know it was the universe protecting me. I know it was the universe saying, you're not going to have this reassurance, Emma. You're not going to have this external validation. You need to feel that within yourself to be able to embody this lesson, to be able to learn trust like you've never learned it before. So I am grateful I didn't know what was waiting for me in any shape or form outside of relationship as well, because I don't feel I would have trusted or had that experience that I did with trust had I have known what was gonna happen. And this leads me beautifully onto external validation. With trust, we are very blessed to be surrounded in the spiritual community by great divination tools, by oracle cards, by tarot cards, signs and synchronicities, psychics, intuitives, you name it, I've been to them for fun and for control as well. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think we can become very reliant on, especially psychics, but all of it, all of it as a whole divination, when we don't trust, because we're seeking that external validation of this person is gonna tell me that it's all gonna be okay and that's gonna make me feel all okay. Please let me save you a lot of money. I went to psychics, I did probably daily tarot and oracle cards, I asked my friends to read my cards, you name it. And not one thing brought me peace, Not no matter how many times people said I was gonna be okay and it was all gonna work out, not once did I feel peace, not once did I feel content, not once did the anxiety ease because I did not trust it within myself. Now, if you look at my life now, I don't really go to psychics at all and I definitely don't for validation of manifestations. I'll just go to connect with my loved ones or like a specific purpose like that. 
I put myself on a psychic ban many years ago because I knew I was relying on it and I was using it as an emotional crutch to basically bridge the trust that was not there. But I realized, and I want to invite you to do this as well, when I stripped back the oracle cards, tarot cards, psychics, everything, when I stripped everything back, did I trust in my core that my desire was going to happen? No. And that right there was the problem because I didn't have authentic aligned trust. There was no trust there whatsoever. I was seeking external validation. I was seeking external people and things telling me it was gonna be okay. Now, every now and again, when you pray for a miracle, when you pray for a sign that everything's gonna be okay, especially if someone's ill, those are fine. Let me tell you, that is fine. There are times and places where signs and synchronicities, readings, things like that are good and helpful and comforting, right? But it's when we use it in daily, everyday life as a trust mechanism, that's where it's not healthy. And that's where the codependency comes because you're then depending on someone else telling you what your future holds or that everything's going to be okay. But as we know, you are the ultimate creator of your life. And if you're not doing the work and you're not feeling that trust and peace within yourself, you're never going to experience that in your reality. So really the advice, and if anybody came to me and said, Emma, what do I do? My advice would be create the peace and trust within yourself because then no matter what happens, you're untouchable. And what I mean by untouchable is you're unshakable. Maybe unshakable is a better term. You're unshakable because no matter what happens, your core value of trust is not going to be shaken or wavered because you have that unwavering trust in yourself, in your innate power, in the universe, in miracles, right? So that's why it's important that we build your lived experience pillar one and your mindset pillar two, because then this is how you trust yourself. Now, intuition is such a big part of this as well, because if you're not trusting your intuition, if you're not trusting yourself, how can you trust the universe? Everything is a divine mirror, right? So that's why I think it's important that we strip away that external validation and divination, because you're giving your power away. You're giving your power away to someone else to tell you it's gonna be okay. That person's gonna be your partner. You're gonna marry that person. It's all gonna work out. You're gonna get that job. You're gonna move to France, whatever. Like you're relying on somebody else to tell you your destiny. And how disempowering is that, right? Like you get to choose. As long as it's for the highest good, you get to choose. And Some people listening to this may be able to go to psychics, read tarot cards, oracle cards, and feel absolutely no different by it, and that's fine. But if you are listening to this in the state that I was of not feeling reassurance, seeking that validation all the time, feeling anxious, feeling worried, this is where we need to do the strip back. This is where we need to reset it so that you do build trust within yourself so that you have a healthy relationship with trust. So let's talk now a little bit more about the step three trust in my five-step manifesting process. So step three 
is trust. And this is where we take aligned and inspired action. So you need to put yourself in the field of opportunity and possibility to receive your desire. So, you know, if you want to win the lottery, you need to play the lottery. If you want to manifest that new job, you need to be ready and putting yourself out there saying universe, I'm in that field. I've put my CV, my resume out there. I'm applying for jobs. I am in that field. So this is part of that third step of trust. Now, trust also means the step of trusting the process, trusting in divine timing, trusting that the universe can deliver your desire. So trust is that 50-50 step where we meet the universe halfway or we've met it halfway and then we take our step back and sit at 50% and allow ourselves to receive through the fourth step of letting go and surrendering and the fifth step of receiving. So trust is the last step where we meet the universe halfway. So there is actually a bit of action that happens with this third step. We need to take some action as long as it feels inspired and aligned. It's not, trust is not a step of doing nothing. It's realizing when you've gone 50% of the way, allowing yourself to start receiving. And when you've truly, truly embodied that trust, letting go and surrendering will feel as easy as breathing because you trust. Because you trust yourself, you trust the universe, and you trust because you know that your level of trust is there, that your desire is on its way. This or something better for the highest good of all. So that's why trust and letting go are separate because you can't let go if you don't bloody trust. And you're probably thinking, ah, this makes so much sense. Like, of course I can't let go of the attachment to my desire if I don't trust it's even going to happen. So this is like such an important episode to listen to because if you're forcing letting go and surrendering, which is a whole different podcast episode, and if you do wanna dive deeper into the five steps, I do have 20 minute videos on my YouTube channel on each step where I go really deep with them. So you can go and watch those if you want to know about the other five steps or how these all add together basically. But trust is so important because it's that middle step, but it's really important because you've gone from asking and setting your intentions to your belief step of working on your mindset. So trust can actually in some ways kind of interweave with the belief step because you are working on your mindset and there could be some blocks there that stop you from trusting. So you might find you go a little bit backwards into the belief step first to be able to release any blocks or beliefs around trust to then work on your relationship, do everything else I've said in this podcast so far to be able to build that trust to authentically move into step four of letting go, which should feel as easy as breathing if you've embodied the first three steps fully. So control, where does control come into this trust step? Well, if you're not trusting, you're probably controlling. Um, Hello, X90% manifester here. If you relate to this, where you're like, I need to make this happen. I'm the one to make this happen. I'm gonna do all of the work. Don't worry, universe, I got this. You're probably controlling. And you can't control your trust either. I hate to break it to you, my controlling manifestors out there. I can only joke about this because I literally was this person. So I know it all too well, don't you worry. Like letting go and surrendering, controlled. Trusting, controlled. The outcome, controlled. 
And controlling never manifests anything. Control is a rigid vibration. It's a rigid energy that blocks the flow of abundance. It blocks flow, period, right? So if we're controlling, we are saying to the universe, I don't trust you. I don't trust myself. And I don't trust the process because if I'm controlling, I'm making it happen because I don't trust that you're gonna do a good job, universe. And it's a really interesting one to unpack control because it means we don't trust. And I've seen this time and time again in my life as well, outside of manifesting, where I've like tried to control a situation and like my partner or my friend said to me, like, you don't trust that I can do this, do you? And I'm like, yeah, of course I do. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, like clearly I don't if I'm like trying to do this myself and you're offering to help me, like clearly, yeah, I don't trust. So it's a really interesting one when we look at control because it is a lack of trust. And if you're feeling yourself controlling, it's okay. You've got awareness. You're halfway there by listening to this podcast and having this realization because now you can start to unpack why you're controlling, why you feel the need to control and how you can shift this so you can allow yourself to be supported. And I feel like expectations is, I spoke about this a lot over the last few solo cars, expectations, but expectations is a big part of control as well, because if we feel like something's not gonna be met to our expectation, we will control it because we can do a better job. We know it better, right? So I think again, it's looking at your expectations around the universe, around yourself, around your desires, and knowing that it's this or something better for the highest good of all. It's not your job to know how something will manifest. It is not our job to know how, when, why, what, anything. When we manifest, we surrender the outcome. We surrender to how that may manifest into our lives. We surrender when that could manifest into our lives. You know, we're not holding the universe to ransom here with control of like, it must look like this. It must appear now. Like, you know, that's that's control. That's just control again. And that's not trusting that the universe, your divine parent knows what's best for you. That's not trusting that you have an incredible spirit team supporting, loving and protecting you from anything that could cause you harm or anything that may not be for your highest good, right? So I had to trust, oh my gosh, trust like I never trusted before that that relationship falling apart could, could result in the best relationship ever falling together. But it certainly did not feel like that at the time. It felt scary and it really was an invitation for me to surrender every expectation I had for my life, every expectation I had for relationships, every expectation I had for my 20s, my 30s, everything. It was, oh my gosh, releasing of all the expectations, all of the control, all the healing. And it felt awful. It felt like I was like, you know, when what was they say, like when you stroke a cat the wrong way or like you put your nails down a chalkboard. It did not feel natural because I'd never surrendered a day in my life. I'd never trusted a day in my life. So of course it would feel uncomfortable. And I think so often we can be, and I use this analogy a lot because it's really helped me along my journey of, so often we can be so bogged down by looking, you know, if you're sitting on the edge of a cliff, you're looking down at the big leap, what you could lose 
oh my God, I could lose all this stuff. Oh my gosh, how do I make that jump? It's huge. You're looking down, you're not looking up at the horizon. You're not looking up that actually it's just a small leap and big leaps bring, bring big rewards. And you're not looking at everything that's waiting for you, the abundance, the joy, the magic, everything that the universe has lined up for you because you're too busy looking down and trying to control what could potentially be lost. But remember, as I said earlier, nothing is ever taken away. It's only ever merely transformed. And trust is an interesting relationship because it is hard to trust in the process sometimes. It can feel like we are being tested to our limits with trust sometimes where, and I feel like sometimes there's just no option but trust. Like when you've tried to control everything and you've tried everything in your tool book and you're like, I've just got to trust. Like there is nothing I can do here. And it feels scary, but actually leaning into that trust and taking those big leaps of faith have never disappointed me and have always blown my expectations out of the water. And trust is effortless when we allow it to be. Let me say that again. Trust is effortless when we allow it to be. But we're so busy getting in our own way. We're so busy with our control and our beliefs and that this could happen and this could happen that we never truly trust ourselves enough. We never truly trust the universe enough. We never truly trust our manifestations enough. But we can if we allow it. We can if we do all the things that I've said throughout this podcast as well to work on that relationship and work on your relationship with trust within yourself. And this leads me on to, is it safe enough to trust? And this was definitely a big, a big unpacking for me of it didn't feel safe enough to trust because of my trauma and the things that I had experienced when I was younger. It was not safe enough for me to trust because I was my protector. I was the only one who could protect myself. Again, I was the only one who could do a good job, right? So therefore my relationship around feeling safe enough to trust also had to be looked at because Although the universe loves us unconditionally, our spirit team loves us unconditionally, the universe is a being of unconditional love and energy of unconditional love, which we all are at our core. It was so hard to trust that and trust a invisible force to have my back and to support me and to meet me and to tell me that it was all gonna be okay because I had to give that to myself first. And... I had to learn to feel safe within my body, feel safe within myself, feel safe in this period of my life by releasing the past and healing that I could feel safe enough to trust other people, trust myself, trust the universe, trust the process, trust my desires. So that's where that lived experience comes in, but that's also where the inner work comes in as well if you're resonating with not feeling safe enough to trust yourself or others. So I wanna leave this podcast with a mantra that you would have heard me repeat when sharing my how I manifested our house story, where the trust was trusting like it never trusted before, when we had to manifest a hundred thousand pounds, basically in allowance through the mortgage. That's what we were short of in allowance. And I was like, right, we've got one option. Only one mortgage provider will lend us even this 100K less amount of money 
And now it's all on my shoulders with my business accounts to miraculously manifest £100,000. No pressure. And it was a two-week process of the application going in. Um, and yeah, basically our mortgage advisor telling us, yep, it's possible or no, it's not possible. And obviously once she said, okay, it's possible, um, the hard work then began with the trusting process of the application where they could turn around and say, nope, we don't agree with her calculations. We don't agree with what she said you can afford. We decided differently, here's less money or nope, we're not gonna give you this mortgage at all. There were no other options. <laughs> I was like, okay, universe, all we can do is trust. I can't control this. There's no point controlling this. It's not gonna make it any quicker, easier. There's no point controlling this. All I can do is trust that in somehow and in some way, if this house is meant to be ours, it will be. The money always comes, the money is always met. This was a mantra that came to me one morning when I was like, okay, I feel calm, I feel like I'm trusting, but in those moments of worry, in those moments of fear, like what can I do to support myself? So I would do like tapping, EFT when I feel I needed it. And I would also like this mantra just came into my head. So obviously you can tweak it to whatever situation and, you know, shorten it if you want to of somehow and in some way the money always comes, the money is always met, but you could use it for love. You could use it for anything um, or support. You could even say support somehow and in some way the support always comes, the support is always met. Or you could use the full mantra that I used of including the manifestations. So if this relationship, if this job, if this house, if this money, if this car, if this, oh my gosh, whatever, if this, whatever situation, if it is meant to be mine, it will be. So let me say it again. In somehow and in some way, if the house is meant to be ours, it will be. The money always comes, the money is always met. And anytime I had like a moment of fear, of panic, of it's not gonna happen, of this is crazy, this is like near enough impossible. I would repeat that mantra and feel instantly calm. So I'll put that mantra in the show notes below so you can copy and paste it. Please borrow it, please use it, please, please do, because it doesn't even make sense to me, but it made sense to me personally. But when I write it down, I'm like, it doesn't even actually grammatically make sense probably. But it brought me so much peace and so much reassurance every time I repeated it that I was like, right, I'm just gonna say this at any point I need to, and I did, and it worked every single time, and it just made me feel so calm and so surrendered and trusting, and lo and behold, by the miracles, I mean, we called upon our unicorn spirit guides, this is why it's good to have a spiritual mortgage advisor, because we were like manifesting, calling in the unicorn and angel spirit guides, the house happened, because it was meant to be, so, I think it's a great surrendered mantra to use where you are surrendering to this or something better for the highest good of all. If it's meant to be ours, it will be. What is meant for you will never pass you by. But knowing with that lived experience that the money always comes, the money is always met. Because it is. Because I know in my soul through lived experience, anytime I've needed money, anytime I've needed the universe's support, it's there. I just have to stop controlling and get out of my own goddamn way. So repeat that mantra as often as you need to. I hope it helps. I hope it really serves you and I hope it brings you the same amount of peace 
and love and support that it brought for me and does continue to bring to me because I use it in any situation now to help build that trust, that unwavering trust. But I hope this podcast has been helpful for you. I hope it has given you some light bulb moments on maybe where your work and relationship around trust can shift and can be developed. Um, And maybe it's helped you understand a little bit more about the process of trust and how it's separate to letting go and surrendering and how it must come first. The trust must come first and the trust must always start within you too. So thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget, you can also join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a fabulous week, whatever you are up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love. After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer.